You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart Obi Ekoeme. 1 John 5 verses 4 to 5. I will read by way of choice the Amplified Classic Version. If you will, gather your friends across the nation to be a part of this amazing Bible study on Triumphant Faith Part number 1. For whatever is born of God is victorious over the world. For whatever is born of God is victorious over the world. And this is the victory, whoa, that conquers Lekutomola, the world. This is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. Praise God. Who is it that is victorious over, that conquers the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God who adheres to, trust in, and relies on that fact. It is so sweet, it bears repetition. First John 5, 4 to 5, the Amplified Classic Version. For whatever is born of God is victorious over the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith, all right? So faith is a world-conquering vehicle, praise God. And whatever you're facing right now, whatever test, trial, difficulty, tribulation, whatever it is, it's within the confine of the world, right, right. But we hear that faith conquers all that is in the world. Who is it that is victorious over that conquers the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, who adheres to, trust in, and relies on that fact. Praise God. Father, we'll thank you for the reading of your word. Now we'll trust you for the teaching, the blessing, and the preaching of the self word in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen. Triumphant faith, part number one. Dearly beloved, it goes without mentioning that we are living in very, very interesting time and season upon human history. What clearly is difficult, tempestuous, and challenging. Uh, over the past few months, the world has faced uh, things that have shook literally the economies of the entire nations of the world. The health system of many countries has been challenged and uh, faced most difficult uh, moment. Uh, such that we are in a season where great tremendous fear has gripped into the heart of many, many people, including believers, well-meaning believers. Hallelujah. Praise God. But you see, we need to understand that as in spite of the world experiencing great instability or shakings and, and difficulties across the world, we have this understanding that our God, the God we serve, is Stable, he's rock solid. He never changes. The Bible declares concerning Jesus in Hebrews 13, verse 8, that he is the same. Wow. Yesterday, today, and forevermore, Jesus is the same. He doesn't waver, he doesn't change, he doesn't move like shifting shadows. No, he's the same. Wow. That means you can anchor your life, anchor your health. Anchor your finances, anchor your marriage, anchor anything you can think about on Jesus and be rest assured that in spite of the changing times and season, your life is anchored on that which alone is stable in the times we live in now. Somebody said a big amen. We see again concerning Abba Father, our God, as described in Malachi 3.6, he declared himself, I am the Lord God, I change not. I don't waver. In other words, I am the same as I said I am. In fact, he introduced himself to Moses to be, I am that I am. 
what I am today, I will be tomorrow, and I will be yesterday. So we can trust and we can anchor our hope, our faith on God. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord. So people may be going through moments of instability around them, but as believers of faith, we have a spiritual competitive edge over the world system. What? We believe in a God who is constantly constant and consistently consistent. I don't know where your faith has withered, where your mind had wavered out of fear, panic, anxiety. But God is calling us today in this season to come back to be anchored upon faith or anchored upon the very word of God. Praise God. Beloved, I believe these teachings on faith in the next few weeks, whether teachings or Bible study, will infuse into you so much God confidence, so much God security, that no matter what you face, what you touch, what you taste, what you handle, you have the confidence that your life is built upon a solid foundation that cannot be removed. The Bible speaks concerning the earth and the world system in Matthew 24, 35, saying, heaven and earth will pass away. Mogalabosa, heaven and earth will pass away, but not a jot of of the word of the Lord will go unfulfilled, that the word of God will not change or waver. Praise God. So what am I saying? We are to anchor our heart and our faith in the word of God in this day and season we live in now like no other time. You know, Jesus Christ in his earthly ministry faced a storm and there's a way he handled the storm. And it was exemplary that though we are in the world, we can employ the laws that are applicable in the heavenlies or in the unseen world or in the spiritual world over this natural world, this seen world, quote unquote, and by those laws and those forces we can overcome. That's what the Bible says in our text, that this is the victory. What is the victory? Our faith. Wow. This is the victory that overcomes the world, that whatsoever, not just whosoever, your vision can be born of faith. Yes. Your marriage can be born of faith. Yes. Your career path can be born. So whatsoever, which includes whosoever, is born of God, overcomes the world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Somebody shout a big, big, big amen. Hallelujah. You know, beloved, our text mentions that faith has the capacity and the potential and the ability to overcome, listen carefully, not just some things in the world, beloved, not just the small things, not just the most difficult things, not just the not so tough things, no, but faith has the ability and the capacity to overcome the world. Now, I, I want to encourage you, beloved. I want to challenge you that whatever you're going through right now is bound to be within the ambit of the world and the world system. And we have what is called overcomable faith or triumphant faith. Praise the Lord, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I was sharing some days ago in a particular service and I was mentioning that the day and age we live in now as dark, as tempestuous as they may seem, really, really it is a further witness and a tip off that the time of the showing forth of the glory of the Lord upon the face of the earth is nigh. Uh, Isaiah 60 verse 1 says, that the arise and shine for thy light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, upon me, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. We are in the time of the manifestation of the glory of the Lord. We are in the time of the showing forth of the sons of the living God. Hallelujah. And they will show forth living in the world, but living as a people who are not of the world system. Beloved, more than before, we need to challenge ourselves to renew our mind to come into alignment with heavenly mindset. Because the only way you can rule over uh, a particular territory or particular realm is to come from a higher realm. Listen carefully. You don't solve a problem at the realm or the level the problem was caused. No, you solve 
a lower problem from a higher perspective. All right, track with me now. In a like manner, if you're going to rule over the world, you must rule from the word, W-O-R-D. It takes the word of God to rule in the world. Praise the Lord. Pray. That is why, beloved, the devil is threatened with any believer that would take seriously the word of God. Ooh, that is why the devil is intimidated with any believer that will value and esteem the word of God. Like the Bible says concerning Jude, that I have esteemed the word of God more than my necessary food. The ground zero or the foundation of strong faith is for a believer to come to a point that the word of God is final authority. Hallelujah. It's final authority where you declare you are what you are by the word of God. You declare you can do exactly what the word of God says you can do. You declare you have already what the word of God declares you have. That is real faith. Praise God. Real faith is that which is anchored upon the word of the Lord. Walk by faith and not by sight. The Bible declares in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7, we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by We make progress in this realm by faith and not by sight. Now, we, we know about five physical senses that help you to uh, perceive as a human being uh, the sense of sight, the sense of smelling, the sense of touch, the sense of feeling, the sense of hearing. Five physical senses. Now, these five physical senses will help you tremendously in living effectively in natural earthly life. But thus far, no more. <laughs> if you're going to seek to live in the supernatural, oh yes, we're going somewhere now. If you're going to seek to live from the spiritual dimension, the unseen dimension, you, you can't rely on the five physical senses. You, you must raise the bar, take the notch a little higher. Where? The realm of faith. Wow, that's the realm of faith. So the six cents available to you and I is beyond the five physical senses. It's the realm of faith. So it says we walk by faith, not by sight, not by smelling, not by touching, not by feeling, not by hearing, not, 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 not by sight, praise God. But we walk by faith. Somebody shout hallelujah. So we saw Jesus in the middle of a storm and the disciples were panicking, pulling their hair out, master, carest not that we perish. You know, and here Jesus was at the hinder part of the boat. He wasn't pulling his hair out. He was sleeping. He was resting, you know. So, so it, it, we need to understand that the storms of life, notwithstanding, we can rest in the midst of the storm. I want to speak to you. I want to address the storms and the billows that have, perhaps have hit you in ways that have seemed far beyond what you can handle. I address those storms by the mercy of the Lord. Peace be still. Because Jesus rose up from sleep and he spoke to the storm. Peace be still. Whatever the storms they are, let them receive the peace of Almighty God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Beloved, the root of our faith is found in the word of God. By the way, these teachings may seem elementary, may seem basic to some, but you know what? Uh, you never outgrow the principles of life. You never outgrow the use of the alphabet. You never outgrow the use of the numbering system from zero to nine. You will always need that to count even zillion, billion, million, trillion, all right? You need zero to nine to count anything. You need A to Z to write any word, any letter, no matter how long they are. Praise God. So likewise, we mustn't arrogantly say, well, this teaching is too basic, is too simplistic, is too, you know, is too basic. I want something, I want something more complex. That's the danger of it, you see. You see, we have to constantly ensure our foundation is grounded. Otherwise, when the storms and the billows hit, because God forbid our foundation is not rooted, we can easily be blown away. Psalm 11.3 says that if the foundation be destroyed, and that's plural, if the foundations be destroyed, what shall the righteous do? 
You don't mess with your foundation, right? You must constantly ensure your foundation is rock solid. Otherwise, when you build a tower and storms hit that tower, or oh, it may come down and come tumbling down. God forbid. So we're going back to the ABCs of faith. Examine things as simple as what is faith? Why study faith? How is faith activated? How is faith released? Now, these are things that keep you going in the times of difficulty. In the night seasons, you pull these things from your spirit, man, and you stand tall and strong. When others are caving in, you are standing strong. Why? You're built rock solid on the foundation of faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, uh, the Bible declares in 1 Peter 1.23, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Right. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. What's that? The word of God. Wow, I'm excited. The word of God is incorruptible. Not just that, it lives and it abides. How long? For two years? Through COVID-19? Post-COVID? No, no, no. It lives forever. Wow. As we saw in Matthew 25, moments ago, 24, 35, moments ago, Matthew 24, 35, that heaven and earth will pass away. But the word of God will never pass away. Now, that means, beloved, you can anchor anything in your life to the word and be guaranteed that it will remain rock solid in spite of the storms and the billows that may hit our day and our generation. Saints, the devil is intimidated with a believer who will give his heart, her heart, to the word of the Lord. I want to challenge you across the nations, uh, Roger family and those who have joined us this particular service, please listen to me carefully. Uh, the day and age we live in now requires us as believers, listen carefully, to go back to the word, to go back to the Bible, go back to the basic principles of reading the Bible, studying the Bible for yourself, meditating upon the Bible. Listen, confessing the scriptures, right? For some people may feel, well, I've grown all that baby stuff. No, 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 no. And like I said, these are fundamentals and foundations that keep you going and growing, especially in the time of difficulty. Pick up your Bible, turn the pages, have a reading regimen, daily regimen, daily dose of the word of the law. Why? The devil is intimidated with anybody who would take the word and plant in his heart. That's why as you read and study the parable of the sower found in Matthew, found in Mark, found in Luke, three uh, gospels, as it were, uh, illustrated the parable of the sower, highlighting the importance of the parable. Now you find that, that each time the word was sown, the enemy's fear, quote unquote, this is by inference now, was for the word to find a place of resting, a place of understanding yes a place of understanding he doesn't want you to get it right he wants you to twirl your finger get busy during the word you're looking for what to eat and drink you know you see when the word is being preached listen there are moments where we give the lord rapt attention why because god's word is able to change any and every situation so the enemy comes to bring about distraction whilst you're hearing the word but even beyond that even after you heard the word he seeks to bring distraction so that the word of God is showed, is not brought to full fruition or manifestation, praise God. So we find that the enemy is afraid of you receiving the word and keeping the word of God. That must be our focal point in this day. It's to receive and to nurture, you know, like a, a, a mother a, a mother chicken will, will, will brood over her, her chick or eggs until they hatch, we're to brood over the word received until it breaks forth into life and light. Remember, in Hebrews 4.2, it was said that the children of Israel, they did not come into the rest that God had for them. Why? Because they failed to mix the word of God heard with faith. Did you hear me? They failed to mix the word of God preached with faith. Hebrews 4.2, I read, For unto us 
was the gospel preached as well as unto them. So right now, many people across the nations, you're hearing the gospel. What is the gospel? The good news, right? It says, but the word preached did not profit them, all right? So the word is supposed to profit the hearer and the doer. But in this case, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So when you mix, when you hear the word of God, what you do, you mix that word with faith by simply agreeing with the word. So I believe I receive, and I'm willing to act upon the word of the Lord. Look at a classic story of Martha and Mary in Luke 10, 38 to 41, thereabout, where it was, Jesus came into the house of Martha, and Martha became very, very busy and incumbent about serving the Lord. You know how she was just all over the place, doting over him, uh, all the nice meals and dishes, you know. But Mary, on the other hand, chose, it's a choice you make, chose to sit where? At the feet of Jesus. And Martha wondered, look at this, my lazy sister. Master, tell this lazy sister of mine to come and help me. Get off your doff. Come and work with me. <laughs> Jesus said something very interesting to her. I said, Martha, Martha, thou art encumbered. You're troubled. You're careful about many things, many things. Many things. So, but your sister Mary has chosen that best, that, that needful thing that will not be taken from herself. But one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen the word there is chosen, that good part, which will not be taken away from her. I pray, beloved Roger, and all who are joining us on this particular broadcast on this service, please let's make a choice in this season for the word. Why? Is the word that will tide us through the storms and the billows that are still coming. COVID-19 is a dress rehearsal. Much more are coming based on scripture. Praise God. Based on scripture. You, you can wish prophecy away. You can pray prophecy away. What you can do is to apply yourself in ways that are, 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 are wise so that you can tie to it. So what was meant to bring about a disaster will be a, 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 a point for you to ride and to and to soar above. You know, eagles, eagles, eagles glide. They don't fly. They don't stress like other other birds. They glide. And when the storms hit, they rise above the storms. Likewise, it is for us as believers of faith, Ikabalaka, to rise above the storms of life. Why? By Athet. Why? This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. Somebody shout a big, 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 big amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what? One of the things the enemy is going to be attacking in our day and age, hence why we're going to this foundation of faith, right? Is our faith. Our faith. The faith of the saints. Praise God. Praise God. Let's look at Luke 18 verse 8. And then we'll look at Luke 21 as we see the instance where Jesus prayed for Simon Peter, that his faith will not fail him. Hallelujah. A faith failure is a destiny failure. Wow. It's my sincere desire and prayer that in this season, in this season, as we teach and preach on this amazing, all-important subject matter of faith, that the faith of saints will rise in your level of confidence to believe God for what men have called impossible. You see, with men, things may be impossible, but with God, all things are possible. But guess what? It also declares that to she, oh boy, that believeth, or he that believeth, all things are possible. So your faith brings to the realm and the dimension to experience the possibilities of life when others are swirling in impossibility by your faith. Wow. Impossible things are turned around for you for possibilities. That will be our portion in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Are you there at Luke 18 verse 8? Want to see some of the, the challenges we know of this last day and age and why it is we're getting back to this grand, grand foundation of faith. Look at this. Uh, Luke 18 verse 8. I tell you, he will defend and protect and avenge, is amplified version, uh, uh, them speedily. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find persistence in faith on the earth? Right? So I tell you that he will defend and avenge them quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find this kind of 
persistent faith on the earth. You know the story in Luke 18, uh, uh, the woman who, who, who persisted and, uh, and got an answer. So, so, so when the psalm actually come, we find this kind of faith. So it, it, it's, it's inferring that in the last days, that the faith of men will be troubled, tested, and tried. And the intent of the enemy is to attempt to knock off our belief system. Why, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but whatever you do, beloved brother and sister, we must anchor our faith and our hope on the word of God that neither changes is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Look at Luke 22. Luke 22. It's a Bible study class. We're very intentional to have you turn to scriptures. Hallelujah. You know, in the day and age we're in, there's a lot of preaching, uh, but God said that there will be a restoration of the teaching priest. Teaching priest. Hallelujah. To teach in the body of Christ because teaching will bring understanding and grounding. Preaching may inspire and motivate you to action, but it is teaching line upon line and precept upon precept that keeps you grounded. So when the storms and the billows come, you are rooted in the word of the Lord. Praise God. So please endeavor to capture a few truths on this, this, this uh, teaching today. Luke 22, verse 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath de desired, this can give you now, desire to have you that he may sift you as wheat, right? But I have prayed for thee, right? I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. All right. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. This is an amazing scripture. You know, Jesus said, hey, look, I, I, I have a knowing that the enemy is coming for you, Simon Peter. And what is coming for is, is nothing more than your faith, right? But I've prayed for you. <laughs> and my prayer for you is that your faith will not fail you. You know, because if your faith does not fail, everything will come back to life. Wow. Of course, but your faith fails. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's tough. It's tough. I, I want to speak to anybody, whose faith has been bashed, uh, harassed, uh, terrorized uh, by several circumstances and situations, perhaps in recent times, that the mercy and the grace of God through this teaching that will bring illumination, light, and understanding will cause your faith to be revived again in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You will not give up. You will not tire. You will not be weary in well-doing. As Elijah said to his son, go again. Go again. He went again seven times until he saw the cloud like a hand, a man's hand in the atmosphere. And Elijah said, that's it. That's a witness and a proof that the rain is about to pour. I speak to you in the name of Jesus Christ. You can't afford to faint, to quit, to tie in. No. Go again. Makapa. Believe the Lord again. Why? Your God is faithful. Even when you are unfaithful, I'm unfaithful. He abides faithful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us to look at a few scriptures uh, just to see uh, uh, the truth that our faith is to be anchored on the word of God. John 1, the reading from the King James Version. Uh, turn to John 1, turn to Hebrew, turn to Genesis 1, turn to Hebrews uh, 11. We'll bounce around. It's a Bible study. I'm very intentional. Going forward, I'll be more intentional to have you turn your Bibles. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to also encourage you, please endeavor. Thank God for the multimedia that presents uh, the scripture on the screen, there is something about turning the pages of the Bible. Hallelujah. Ha something about looking into your own Bible. Looking into your own Bible. Hebrews uh, 12 1 says, looking unto Jesus. Verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So we look, we look to see. Praise God. Hallelujah. John 1, thank you, Jesus. 
Oh, Lebur. Our Father is so good. Woo! I'm excited in my spirit. Why faith? We'll see in a minute why faith. Such an important subject. Look at John 1, verse 1 to 3, because of time. Hmm. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All right. Verse number two. The same was in the beginning with God. What same? The Word that was in the beginning. It was with God. Verse 3. All things, wow, were made by who? By him. Who's him? The Word. All right. Track with me. And without him was not anything made that was made. All right. Let's track that again. All things, all things, what things? How many things? All things. What are things? The things you know of. House, the car, the shoes, whatever you can think about. They, they fall apart of all things. Wow. They were what? They were made by who? By him. Yes. You say him is God. I agree with you. But him also in this case is the word. Whoa. You get it now? So the word is the root. Is the maker. Is the creator of what? Of all things. Yeah, yeah. Gagalabosa. So everything you see, you touch, you taste, you handle, guess what? It can be tracked and traced back to a root, right? Where ultimately that root or that mother is called the word of God. Wow. Koti and nigga. Are you with me? All right. So if all things were made by him, by the word of God, it means the word of God is superior to all things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now let's go to Hebrews 1 verse 3 before we go to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 1 verse 3. So all of things were made by God. Please uh, 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 keep your ears and your eyes gaze on all the Lord is saying today. Somebody's faith is already rising to proportions unimaginable. Remember, faith, or rather the word, is the mother of faith. So before we talk about faith, we're seeing the word, the mother of faith. That's where faith comes from. You know Romans 10, 17? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So before you look for faith, let's look at the word. Praise God. Before you look at a child, look at the mother. Praise God. So if you get the mother, you get the child. That's what it is. Like I, I say humorously, as the word is to faith, likewise, water is to wet. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, you don't need to struggle to be wet if you can touch water. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not struggling to be wet. No, just get under water. Get under the shower, you'll be wet. I'm sure all, most have had their bath today, depending on what time it is, wherever you are. You got under the shower, had a bath. You were not struggling. I want to be wet. No, I want to be wet. No, no, no. As you got under the shower, water pouring, you became wet. Likewise, as we go for the word, we will have faith. Praise God. Is that that simple? It's a reality. So we mustn't put the cart before the horse. The horse pulls the cart. So what? The word is what produces faith. Wow. Konya. Do you know what? As your ears are open right now, you know what? The word of God is coming into your heart because it is spirit and life. John 6 63, in the words of Jesus Christ, the words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they're life. And these words are producing faith in your heart. You're not so strong to say, I want to believe, I want to believe, oh, I want to believe. No, 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 no. Just open your heart. Receive the word. As the word comes, as water to wet, the word produces faith according to Romans 10, 17. Wow. Woo. I'm teaching myself happy. Praise God. Hebrews 1 verse 3. Or let's start the journey from verse number one. It's a teaching uh, service, Bible class. Hebrews 1, verse 1 to 3. Where we're going to is verse 3. Let's read together. I, I want us also to form a habit and a culture of reading the word of the Lord together. Praise the Lord. 
Ezra uh, 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 read the Bible from the morning till noon and all Israel stood and they read the word together and they gained understanding. That's what we read in Nehemiah 8.10 that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Why? The word they heard gave them understanding and brought about joy in their heart. So we, let's learn to read the Bible together. Parents, buy your children, sons and daughters a Bible. Thank God for the laptop, the computer, the iPhone, the this. But please, let's get back to the Bible. I mean, you can turn the pages, make markings. That may seem old school. Don't knock me down. There is something about the book, the book, the book, the book. In Revelation, it was spoken about the book, that there was one who had a book, and there were seven seals. There was none who was able to take the book and loosen the seals. But one king, the Lamb of Glory, worthy is Lamb that was slain, who is able to take the book and lose it to do something about a book. Praise God. Yeah, there's a place for the the, 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 the electronic Bible on the go, you know. But when you're really studying, it's it's good to get back to the culture. Please, please. Rogicians in particular, let's get back to the culture of the Bible. Before the Bible, quote unquote, begins to go extinct, as it were, let's get the Bible and take the Bible from the book into our hearts. It, it, it will do us a lot of good. Praise God. You see, in this day and age, preachers, leaders, we have a responsibility to take the church, the bride of Jesus, back to Jesus, back to Jesus. We're only called to do so much by way of the fivefold ministry of the apostle, the prophet, the teacher, the evangelist, and the pastor. But, but we are to bring the church back to the bride or back to the bridegroom. Praise God. John was glad of heart. said, I am not the bridegroom. I'm only glad to hear the voice of the bridegroom. There is one who's coming amongst me, whose latchet I'm not worthy to lose. He is called the Lamb of God. So, so the church must return back to the bridegroom, Jesus, and go back to his word. Praise God. It's his word that will save and deliver in the season of storms. Not the words of any man. No. God is only committed fulfilling the word that a man speaks if it is in line with his word. Praise God. Isaiah 44, 26 says, he will confirm the words of his messages and perform the counsel of his servant. When we speak his word, he confirms his word. Praise God. But ultimately, we take you back to Jesus, the word of God. Praise the Lord. And that's what has happened in the past three, four months in this seasons of lockdown or whatever you call it, uh, isolation. It, it, it's compelled us to realize Church is at home. <laughs> Praise God. Church is at home. Every home became supposedly self-centered all over the world. Praise God. Families were doing family devotion all over again. Father, mother, children studying the Bible. This is what is designed to be in the first place. So when we come together on Sunday, it's a huge celebration. But really, the church is in those nucleuses, home to home, cell to cell. We need to go back where? To the word, if I lose my thought. Read the Bible. So let's read together. All right? Hebrews 11, verse 1 to 3. Are you there? Let's read slowly and meditatively. Wow. 1 to 3, go. Hebrews 1, 1 to 3. If you will turn your Bibles, and those who don't have any Bible, they can use what is on the screen. But other than that, let's look at our own Bibles in our homes. All right? Have your Bible, have your notepad, write down, go back to the notes. We're, we're, I am more deliberate and intentional now to teach, praise God, by God's grace, to teach principle upon principle so that the church, the body of Christ will be grounded and rooted upon the word so that we're not shaken by the storms that are coming and the ones that have come already. Praise the Lord. Let's read together. One, two, three, go. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son whom he hath appointed here of all things by whom also he made them made the world verse 3 who being in the sorry, who being the brightness of his glory, who and the express image 
of his person and upholding all things. Stop there. Does this remind you of John 1 to 3? What? All things. I want you to see the connection between John 1 3 and what? Hebrew 1 3. Interesting, right? All things. So, number one, all things were made by him who the word, Jesus. We see here now something else about all things. All things are upholding. Right. The word to uphold means to retain, to maintain, and to keep. Praise God. So all things are upheld by what? <clears throat> Excuse me. By the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Oh, wow. So we see two things. Number one, all things were made by the word. All right. Number two, all things are upheld by the word. Wow. Are you tracking that now? Nah. So listen carefully. <laughs> It's oftentimes said that whenever you have a challenge or problem with a product, the person to go to is not anybody else but the manufacturer of the product. Praise God. I have my, my hand right here, an iPhone. I don't know what it's called, 10 or whatever it's called, whatever it is, I, I, iPhone. Praise God. Assuming that my iPhone for any reason goes bad, right, I don't take my iPhone to uh, 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 Sanyo or to uh, 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 another company, Samsung or whatever it is, to fix my iPhone or any other Android. No, no. What I do is I take my iPhone back to Apple. Who are they? They are the manufacturers. Track with me now. Wow. So the one who created the world, woo, Skataya is the one who alone is able to fix the world or to change the world. Wow. He upholds, he sustains, he maintains the world. All right. So the issue here is this. Mm. The solution to every challenge in the world is not with a lawyer. Track with me. Not with a doctor. Not with a banker. Not with anybody else can think about. Psychologists, physiotherapists. No, no, no. The solution to anything you're going through right now, listen, the real solution is what? The Word. The Word. Wow. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. Hallelujah. All things that were made were made by the Word. And here we see all things made are suspended by the Word. Now, let's go to Hebrews 11. Praise God. This is just foundational understanding of faith. Praise God. Hebrews 11, it gets more exciting. Are you there? I'm sure you're having a blast being refreshed by these basic principles of faith. Wow. Hebrews 11, the classic chapter of faith, what we've called the Hall of Faith of uh, Believers, catalogs all the patriarchs uh, well, not all, but at least select who walked in amazing faith um, as examples for us as believers to walk. Praise God. Now, let, let's look at three verses, all right? Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. Remember, it's a Bible study. Open your Bible. Let's read three verses again. Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. Slowly, meditatively, write notes with the intention of going back to your notes to read and to meditate again. Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. If you have anybody who's uh, uh, all over the world, ask them to be a part of this broadcast, press the share button, and I tell you, they'll be refreshed and really, really invigorated uh, by these exciting teachings on faith. Hebrews 11, verse 1, are you there? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Wow. Woo! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The evidence of things not seen. For by it, by what? By it, by what? By faith, the elders obtained a good report. Verse 3, through faith, through faith, we understand that the worlds, all right, were framed by the word of God so that, hear the word again, things, you see, as we talk about faith, this word things will keep on 
uh, um, popping up, right? And I will tell you why. Um, things, listen carefully, are not limited within the confine of what you can touch, feel, taste, or handle. Track with me. There are things that are concrete, but there are things that are inconcrete. Track with me. There are things that are visible. Wow. There are things that are invisible, right? However, they are called things. All right. Okay, let's go again now. Verse 3, Hebrews 11, 3. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, right? So that things which are seen, S-E-E-N, were not made of things, it says in King James, which do appear. But let me use a, a, a paraphrase to take a point home, right? So that things which are seen were not made of things which are unseen. Or better still, things which are seen, right? In other words, they are made of things which are unseen. That's what it is. That will not change the meaning of the scripture, right? So that things which are seen were not made of things which are seen or were made of things which are unseen. You agree with me? The scripture, right? So having deduced that, listen carefully, we're going somewhere. It would therefore mean, that the unseen, oh boy, what? Unseen is the mother of what? The seen. Why? The things which are seen with our eyes have their root from the things which are not seen with the physical eyes. Remember I said to you that things are not limited to what you can see, feel, touch, taste, or handle. As a matter of fact, the things you don't see in the natural realm, right, are superior, oh boy, oh boy, to the things which are seen in the natural world. Are you with me? Are you with me? Praise God. Praise God. Before we work this some more, right, I want us to look at Hebrews 11. Praise God. Verse number one. And I will uh, 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 glean at different versions uh, so we can understand what verse 1 is saying. That is the classical definition, if you would, of what faith is. Praise God. It says, now faith is. So the first thing we understand about faith is faith is always in the now. Hallelujah. Can we say that together? Faith is always in the now. Once again, faith is always in the now. Once again, faith is always in the now. Now faith. Hallelujah. Hope may be in the future. Hope speaks of expectation of an enviable or a favorable future, right? But faith speaks of now. Faith believes and acts upon hope is something that is stored up in the future. They go together, right? They work hand in hand. But faith is not hope and hope is not faith. Faith is now. Wow. Faith says now I believe I've got it. I said, I've got it not because it is in my hands physically. Praise God. I've got it because <laughs> I have the title deed. Whoa. I have the C of O, the certificate of occupancy of the land that is wherever it is, right? I have it in my hands. Praise God. Because I have that title deed. I lay claim on the property itself. Wow. So one of the definitions of faith is title deed. Right? Right. Praise God. No. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Right? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things what not seen. Look at some more versions here. The NLT, the New Living Translation. 
I tell you, these teachings will bless you and change everything about your life. You'll be so rooted and grounded that the storms come, billows come, you are grounded. You just understand, I'm, I'm operating from a higher realm. You know, though we are in the world, we are not of the world. John 3, 31. He that is from above is above all. So a man of faith, though living in the world, operates not by the five senses, right? But by the sixth sense. And so therefore, a superior kubaladaga over the natural operations. So because you engage in that spiritual realm, you overcome sickness, overcome disease, overcome evil report. Why? Those ones are found within the ambit of the world. This is the victory <laughs> that overcomes the world. Even our faith. Even our faith. I pray that somebody's faith is revived and somebody's faith is taking quantum leaps to believe God for literally the impossible. Why? The things that are not seen are superior to the things that are seen with the physical eyes. Let's go. Uh, NLT, Hebrews 11, 1. Now, sorry, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. All right. I want to interject. We cannot see with the physical eyes. You know why? You will soon find out that you have two sets of eyes, right? This one that you're looking at me right now, I'm seeing you, right? Praise God. But beyond these physical eyes, understand this, beloved. It's too important, right? Your spirit man has eyes. Go The Bible speaks about the eyes of your understanding. Jesus said, you have ears, but you cannot hear. What is that? You may have this physical lobe here, this uh, piece of flesh here, but cannot hear. You have eyes, cannot see. Praise God. What does it mean? It means you can have ears and not have understanding, not have sight. Somebody said, there be many eyes that look, but few that see. All right. All right. So our prayer each time is that beyond our physical eyes being open, the eyes of our understanding may be open to behold wondrous things from the word of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, so faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Now, begin to circle and highlight certain words in your Bible. Circle evidence. Evidence. Circle cannot see. All right? Let's go to the Amplified Classic. Now, faith is the assurance. Circle assurance. Faith is assurance. You are assured of something. <laughs> the confirmation the title deed, right? Down to the confirmation, the title deed, right? Of the things we hope for, being the proof, right? The word proof is a proof. So faith is a proof. The proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. So write the word conviction. So many words, proof, conviction, uh, assurance, confirmation, title deed. These are faith, right? Uh, uh, perceiving, faith perceiving as real fact, what is not revealed to the senses. Hallelujah. Look at the Passion Translation. Now faith brings our hopes into reality. All right. So faith goes into the future and anchors your hope and brings it into reality now. So faith is now. Whoa. Calabalos. It becomes into reality. Listen, listen. And becomes the foundation needed. Wow to acquire the things we long for. So number one, faith becomes what? The foundation needed to acquire. So faith, listen carefully, is a type of spiritual converter or a currency in the spirit that makes for divine exchange. Yes. He said to acquire, exchange. What? Listen, faith converts the unseen to the seen. Whoa. la bolamos. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. He says, it is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. <laughs> I gave you many words to, 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 um, to highlight in the scriptures. Uh, 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 you have things like conviction, uh, confidence, assurance, confirmation, uh, um, a title, deed, and, and so on and so forth. So these are all words. Proof substance, uh, evidence, assurance. These are all words that help us to better understand what faith is. Because of time, 
I want us to close with one more scripture. But let me try to uh, give you a very simple definition of faith. Uh, real Bible faith is to believe that what God says in his word is so and to thereby act upon it as though it is so because it is so. That's my definition of faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to write that down. Real Bible faith is to believe that what God says in the word, in the Bible, is so. First believe is so, right? And then to then after be willing to act upon it as though it is so because it is so. Right. So real Bible faith believes and acts upon the solid root and ground of the word of God. Hallelujah. I believe, I receive. Praise God. Now, let's very quickly, because of time, Second Corinthians, thank you, Lord. I trust you've been blessed uh, by such a uh, 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 simplicity of the gospel that brings illumination and understanding uh, that will put a uh, solid ground uh, on what faith is and how to begin to live a life of faith that is a triumphant life. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. It pays to know and to understand and study what faith is. Are you there? 2 Corinthians 4, 18, another scripture that I, I love so much that brings great clarity uh, on this subject of faith. Let's read together the Amplified Version. New, new, uh, I think it's... No, no, no. KJV. And I will read the Amplified shortly, anyhow. So let's start with the King James Version. Let's read together as a family very quickly. Uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 18, 1, 2, 3, go. While we look not at the things... Hey, hey, hey. Slow down, slow down. It comes again. Things. Remember I said to you, things exist in two realms. Physical and spiritual, Right? And the things in the spiritual realm is mother and superior to the things, what? In the natural. Is that, is that? Praise God. So to change things within the world, the natural, you need to go higher. <laughs> to employ the things in the spirit. Whoa, Kabbalah. And guess what? Apply them to things in the natural and then they will give way. Oh, yeah, yeah. How do we do that? Faith. Faith is a spiritual converter. Oh, yes. Praise God. So we need faith. We don't need faith. Let's go again. Whilst we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal. Temporal. But the things which are not seen are eternal. So right there, we see what I've been saying, that there are things, 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 things that are not seen. You get it? I read from the Amplified Classic Version. Since we consider and look not to the things that are seen. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. But to the things that are unseen. Okay, stop there. What do you consider? The unseen. Not the pain in your body. Not the bank account that is red. No. Not the evil report. No. I consider the unseen. Right? Praise God. For the things that are visible are temporal, brief, and fleeting. But the things that are invisible are deathless, <laughs> can die, and they are everlasting. Wow. So this nails it, that the spiritual is superior to the physical. Or, if you like, the unseen is spiritual to the seen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. This was what Abraham, our patriarch of faith, employed. You see that in Romans 4, 17 to 19. We'll find time to read that in subsequent teachings because uh, that's a classic example of a man of faith. It's called the father of faith, by the way. How it was, Abraham, though uh, uh, old in body, 100 years old, did not consider his body uh, now dead and dying, nor the womb of his wife, Sarah, uh, equally dying, but he considered the word of God, hallelujah, which he received, the promises, hallelujah, not what he felt, not his age, and because he considered what the Lord spoke to him, that word came to pass in spite of the frailty of his body and the deadness of Sarah's womb. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. 
Praise God. So I want us to exercise ourselves in the next two, three minutes right now. So pray and exercise our faith. Begin to look beyond what you see. Wow. What you feel, what you touch, what you handle and decree and declare, I believe in the unseen more than the seen. Do you have any kind of pain in your body? Well, you see it, you feel it, there's symptoms. But in the realm of the spirit, we have several promises that tells us we are already healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. I ask the Lord to open your eyes to see that. Where is it? In the unseen. As you apply the unseen, that same disease, infirmity is on the wrong. Let's lift our voice. Can you thank the Lord for faith as at work in your heart today? Romans 10, 17. Faith has come by inclining your ears to hear the word as you've done right now. Oh, thank him. Now, ask the Lord for grace to be a doer of the word of God you heard. I will not be a hearer only, but I will be a doer of the word. Now, cover every word you heard with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Decree and declare great grace oh, to watch over this word. I mix the word I've heard with faith. I will go back and hear again, go through my note and believe you, oh God. I choose to believe your report. I refuse to believe the report of men. Let God be true, every man a liar. According to Romans 3 verse 4, let God be true, every man a liar. In the name of the Lord. Father, thank you. Lord, we commend ourselves to your word in this season. Can somebody pray that prayer? Lord, I commend myself to your word, the source of faith. Grace to study, grace to read, grace to meditate. Oh boy. Prakopa until my heart is filled and flooded with the light of your word, where I gain ascendancy and victory over the world and the world system. Remember, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Lord, thank you that my faith is being built up in this season. Thank you, and thank you, and thank you. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Woo! I, I, I believe, I perceive, and I trust God that giants of faith are emerging already from this household that God will use to do exploits in our day, in our generation, to the glory of the Lord alone, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have prayed amen and amen. Before we sign out, I'd like to believe that across the nation, there are people here who don't know Jesus not born again. You see, the Lord came, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth will have salvation, will be saved, and will not be condemned. John 3, 16, wherever you are, you see, uh, the starting point of faith is when you hear the word of God concerning salvation, and you believe that word, and you turn your heart to Jesus. You know, we live in very tempestuous, difficult time. God forbid that these days and this will catch you on the side where you are, lacking faith or another child of God. No, 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 you'll be of all men most miserable. But today, you can switch camp from the camp of darkness to the camp of light by offering up to God your heart in a word of prayer. Bible declares that faith comes by hearing and hearing by God's word. With the heart, you believe unto righteousness with a mouth. Confession is made unto salvation. So you believe and you declare and you're saved. Will you join me? Let's pray together wherever you are. Let's pray together, beloved. From your heart, let's pray. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come to you just as I am. I open the door of my heart. Jesus, I invite you to come into my heart. Forgive me all of my sins from today. I decree and declare that Jesus Christ is both my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I am blood washed and bought, child of the living God. I give you the praise and the glory for it. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I want to pray with you wherever you are. Father, we join heart and faith with the heavens, with the angels that rejoice at the deliverance and the salvation of these ones across the nations. We thank you, Lord. We cover them with the blood of the Lamb, asking that you keep, preserve, protect them, even unto the very end, that no one will falter, trip or fall, that when the trumpets are sound, that not one of us shall be found missing in that day. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme. 
lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the touch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic.org. Also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter. The handle is at Pastor Goodheart. And on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the Word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.